conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that is finally, finally done with this infernal beast of a series. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? Good, Dan. As we know, I was stalking someone I went to high school with on Facebook just now. Yes. Total transformation for this guy. Good for him. He looks like a totally different person, but like in a good way. Proud of him. Yeah. I'd never talked to this man, but... That sounds really creepy. I love... I just like seeing what people are up to, okay? Oh, trust me. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, um... On what was probably mine and Anna's second date, we just stalked people from her hometown on Facebook. That sounds wonderful. Right? God, I used to love going through, like, old yearbooks with guys I was dating and talking about. <laughs> oh, God, I am such trash. I don't think I've ever seen, like, I don't know what anybody from Gage's high school looks like or what they're up to. He mm-hmm. needs to get on that. Does he not have any high school friends that he... No, but neither do I, to? Dan, and that's okay. That's fair. I only have a few. Um, Sorry I didn't hold on to my friends like you did. Dang. Sorry, oh, I loves promise me. you I did not. <laughs> they held on to you? That's what I go, that's what I, what I talk about in therapy every session. Mood. Are you kidding me? Unpacking things. Um, Lord. Do you want to know something weird? I Always. was sitting in my living room today mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I heard someone listening to music in one of the other apartments. We have like patios and stuff. So you can hear when people have their windows open. Mm-hmm. Great. Whatever. Um, it's an apartment building. If you want total silence, move to Wyoming. Correct. Uh, oh, except not really. Cause that's where all the rappers are now. So that's true. And uh, Jeffree star. And I heard it was just like mindless music. And then I listened to it and I was like, that's Imagine Dragons. And I, I suddenly had the realization that people choose to listen to that. Like, they open <laughs> Spotify, or in this case, probably YouTube, uh-huh. um, and type in Imagine Dragons and choose to press play and listen to that. Um... Because they like it. Um. And I'm just wondering, why? There's so much other music. So- sometimes people <laughs> like to listen to their music and go, you know, this was supposed to be the soundtrack for Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> that's just, Maybe that's just me. Wait, did Imagine Dragons do the soundtrack for Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark? I'm confused. No, um, they were their music was supposed to be for the Spider-Man musical, but then they released it as a studio album instead, and mm. then we got the uh, piece of art that that Bono decided to to bless us with. Bono? What? Yeah. What? How do you not know any of this? What did what? Bono do? Bono's on Imagine Dragons. Music. Bono's in U2. Oh my... Yes, Dan! Instead of Imagine Dragons, Bono wrote the music. Oh! I I didn't care about the Spider-Man part uh, of that story. I, I was still just... I'm still flustered from the fact that someone that I live with chooses to play Imagine Dragons in their free time. When you say someone you live with, it makes it sound like it's Anna. <laughs> I know it does. No, she does not. Um, okay. She's, she's listening to just like fire burning i mean and and other hits by by sean kingston um <laughs> take me back sean to middle kingston? school i don't know yeah, it is okay featuring justin bieber shorty burning on the dance floor yeah, Wait, is justin is. bieber in that song i am so out of it where have you been dan where have i been where are That's a good you question. <laughs> um anyway another thing that I feel like is um, 
I forgot where I was going with that. It was something else about Imagine Dragons. How, mm-hmm. like, I had hopes for them. And then they didn't. Mm-hmm. I really liked their first song. The one that was in the Perks of Being yeah. a Wallflower trailer. Big fan of that one. Okay, okay. That's the end of that thought. I don't know where I'm going with this. I Again. Do you remember when they were so popular and they came to Summerfest and so many people came to their concert and it was on a free stage that they started just letting people in and they overflowed the grounds? I didn't know that, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's what happened with Lizzo, I think. Uh, not to this extent. Uh, not to that extent, level, but she but was on yeah. a free stage. She was. But she was way too big to be on a free stage. That was before I really knew about Lizzo, I'm not going to lie. But yeah, uh-huh. she was way too big for that stage. And she should have been on a pay stage. Yes. Anyway, unrelated to all of that, the movie that we're talking about today <laughs> is the final film in the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part Ugh. 2. Mm-hmm. I gotta admit something to you, Dan. Mm-hmm. I... I don't know if it's because I had a little bit of a headache yesterday, so I was not feeling myself or mm-hmm. what, but I did get a little misty at the end. You did? Just when they were doing the credits with everyone's name and their oh, character. Oh, I went, this is undeserved. No, I loved it. Mm. I thought it, I, I, we'll get to it, I guess. Uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2, once again directed by Bill Condon. Unfortunately, once again, written by Melissa Rosenberg, starring Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, Billy Burke, Peter Facinelli, Elizabeth Reeser, Kellen Lutz, Nikki Reed, Jackson Rathbone, Ashley Green, Michael Sheen, and Dakota Fanning's one word of a line. Pain. (laughs) Sorry, I stole that from you, didn't I? (laughs) No, it was perfect. Thank Uh, you. She was off book day one. Yeah. Um, also, there's a, a big jump scare in this movie. We can talk about that later, too. That's true, there is. Um, mm-hmm. Returning to do the music is Guillermo Navarro. Uh, sorry, no, he was a cinematographer. Is Carter Burwell, mm-hmm. who has also done the music for a lot of good movies, like Fargo and other Coen Brothers movies. And Raising the Arizona? first Twilight movie. Mm-hmm. He most recently did the music for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh. Mackers. Which, speaking of The Tragedy of Macbeth, to put an exact mm-hmm. date on when we're recording this podcast, the Oscars were on Sunday. Oh, uh, Dan. Do you understand how stressful it was after the slap? I didn't watch the Oscars, so I oh. found out about the slap while I was laying in my bed. Oh my god! Um, I can only imagine. Do you think? Do you think it was real? Yes. Hmm. Why? I don't. Why? I'm the a conspiracy hell, theorist. Why I'm the a- hell would Will Smith put thirty years of his reputation on the line? Um. And why would they do it in the middle of the show? You and know, Dan, why? I don't why? Know. And they cut away from it. If they cut away from it, it's because they don't want you to see it. They dumped Dan, it. I don't know, Dan. I am a slap conspiracy theorist. You're a slap truther. <laughs> we need the truth about the slap. <laughs> it looked fake to me. Um. So what I, I what I have am heard crusading for the truth. Okay. Is Chris Rock likely saw that Will Smith was coming up onto the stage and he was like, oh, cool. This is going to be a funny bit. Like he's going to fake hit me or something and we're all just going to laugh about it and then it'll be fine. So he had his hands behind his back and like leaned in. Oh. And then okay. to quote well. him, Will Smith slapped the shit out of him and then it got... And still, people thought it was a joke. And then it got much more uncomfortable when Will Smith was yelling. Yeah, people were saying, like, he never swears. He doesn't swear. Why would he swear? Mm-hmm. I went to Mod Pizza yesterday. Was he there? And it, No, but that was all they were talking about, was how he doesn't swear, but yeah. he was swearing after that. I just, Dan, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm searching for the truth. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The slap I don't know. Was an I just inside job. It, it was. Um, Bush is behind the slap. Oh gosh. <laughs> Released on November 16th, 2012, with a budget of $136 million, it made $829.7 million mm-hmm. at the box office. You know who was at that midnight premiere, Dan? You? Me. That makes sense. I was, may I just say, I was talking to my good friend Jordan, who you also are friends with, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, she told me that after New Moon, she didn't see any of them in the theaters, and she doesn't think she ever saw breaking on part two good for her jordan if you're listening i considered ending our friendship in that moment very briefly (laughs) (laughs) no i'm kidding um on rotten tomatoes it has a 49 percent approval rating better than the previous one interesting that seems high it's the most entertaining twilight but that's Uh not enough to make breaking dawn part two worth watching for filmgoers Uh who don't already count themselves among the franchise converts that's harsh from the new york post's review finally someone took the source material at its terribly written word and stopped treating itself so seriously finally a good fucking meal (laughs) (laughs) Um, so at the time of its release it was the highest grossing film not released in the summer and had the biggest mm-hmm, opening mm-hmm. weekend of any movie not released in the summer. All those records were broken with um, The Force Awakens. Mm. Okay, that's fair. I saw that in theaters too, girl. Yeah, I saw that in theaters too. I think most yeah. people did. Uh, yeah, so I mean, was... I went as an adult with my parents and yeah. got Oreo churros. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> different experience. <laughs> it, Breaking Dawn Part 2 was the sixth highest grossing movie of 2012. I'm going to read you the list of the five movies that are above it. Four of them okay. make total sense. And then I didn't even realize that one of them existed. Okay. So number one was the Avengers. Okay. That makes sense. Number two was Skyfall, the James Bond movie. Mm, great song. Number three, the Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Number four, the first Hobbit movie. Really? That came out that year? Mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters okay. on my birthday. It began a streak of three disappointing birthdays because I watched I The Hobbit say, movie each year. The only good thing about The Hobbit is that Martin Freeman's in it and he's handsome. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number five, Ice Age Continental Drift. The fourth Ice Age movie. <sighs> I don't even know what I, to say. I didn't know that existed. I was not a, really a huge Ice Age kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I don't think I... I think I also did not know that existed, but I also am just surprised that an Ice Age movie garnered more attention. But, you know, I guess parents take their kids to see it when their kid's like, I want to see a movie, I want to see a movie, and they're like, fine. This is a freaking Ice Age movie. Uh, for reference, Breaking Dawn Part 1 was the fourth mm-hmm. highest grossing movie of 2011 mm. behind Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, mm-hmm. Transformers 3. Absolutely not. And Film to Milwaukee. Pirates of the Caribbean 4. At World's End? No, on Stranger Tides. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. I've only seen that movie one time. I haven't even seen it. Mm. If there's no Will Turner... Mm-hmm. I, no my Elizabeth mouth was about Swan. To say. Not for me. <laughs> when you said Will and hesitated, I almost blurted out Poulter. It was so close. <laughs> it was on the tip of my tongue, my dude. Um, oh. So, tell me about the the end of the greatest five year span of your life. The minute premiere of this movie. I mean, Twilight Fever really had its had franklin high school in a chokehold okay mm-hmm. <laughs> um like all the girls were obsessed like i i swear i remember going with my friends and like we just all really loved it um i 2012 so we were and it was this fall of 2012 
Yes, November 2012. Yes, that was the first half of my senior year. Mm, that was my freshman year. Really didn't appreciate that. Damn. <laughs> I really didn't. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, like, I just remember, like, even after the movie came out, like, we all had to see it together. We were all obsessed. We'd all read the book. We'd all seen the movies. Like, we all went together. And I think it was hard and sad that it was the last movie, but the Twilight obsession lived on, you mm-hmm. know, for a good few months after that. We were still holding on. To our Taylor Lautner posters and yes. our Boo Boo Stewart posters and our I sent you the pictures from my senior homecoming that I don't I did I saw posters in the background. Yeah. Classic. Classic. My parents had to see that every time they walked past my closed bedroom door. Just Taylor Lautner's shirtless body. <laughs> Wait, you had it on the outside of your door? I thought I told you this, Dan. I wasn't allowed to stick things on my wall, so I stuck them on every like wooden surface. Why so weren't meant, you allowed to like tape things to because, your wall? Because my parents were crazy about the paint, and my room, like they only let me use sticky tack, and they said the sticky tack would stain the walls. I wasn't allowed to tape because it would take the paint off the walls. Scotch tape does not take the paint off the walls. You you want me to get Gerald Otto on the phone? They weren't yes. even happy that I wanted to put posters on my closet doors. So that is, I'm sorry. That's absurd. <sighs> yeah. So I put them on my door. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I think around this time, after Twilight ended, was when I started taking down those Twilight posters and started putting up the One Direction posters. Oh, wow. So, As an 18-year-old. I don't want to freaking talk about that, Dan. Yes. Actually, I think that... the. One Direction fever started my junior year, so they started trickling in. Yeah, but what the makes full you takeover. beautiful did come out in 2011. Mm-hmm. But the full takeover didn't happen until my senior year, where the T-Lot posters remained on the door, if only to make room do for I know, Harry and Niall. Do I know why I remember that What Makes You Beautiful came out in 2011? Uh, why, Dan? I w- we listened to it. In my mm-hmm. seventh grade science class. I hate that because they played that at my homecoming, yeah. my junior homecoming mm-hmm. and my senior homecoming. Yeah. So uh, mm. that's a fun Thanks, thing Dan. for you. Thank you, Dan, for making me feel elderly. I also didn't take down my One Direction posters from my wall until I came home from college because I just wasn't home. Oh, so- <laughs> yeah. I didn't take my – I just had a bunch of like Mario posters and stuff and I didn't take those down until – I didn't take them down. My mom took them down because they repainted my bedroom. Yeah. Mine were just up on my uh, on my closet, so they weren't hurting anything. My mom would store stuff in that room, mm-hmm. and I didn't take them home until I came home. I was 22. And you didn't want to bring one of them to college and, and hang it up and I did know, have a pillow yourself. with Niall's face on it, so I'm good. Okay, that's weirder. Yeah. My mom said, quote, do you want me to get you a body pillowcase with him on it so you can pretend you have a boyfriend? <laughs> I don't think she remembers that. But that was a pretty rough dig that is, on her Oh, end. wow. Savage roast. Yeah. So that's the story of me and my good friend, Taylor Lautner, slowly getting taken over by the one and only Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I don't have a similar story. The first time I watched this was four hours ago. Um, what? I know, shocking, right? Yeah, I'm shook. There were a bunch of, I was watching it, it's on Tubi or Pluto TV or something, so there were a bunch of commercials in the middle of okay. it, and it was always, there was always a Lil Dicky GoPuff ad, and I'm like, I don't want I this. I feel like you just spoke a different language to me. What is a GoPuff? GoPuff, it's like DoorDash, but it's only for 7-Eleven, basically. So it's puff because you're high when you're using it yeah and it's hmm. go because you need to pokemon go okay don't polls. make fun of people who play pokemon go because i definitely still do uh, but yeah i was watching it while my pasta sauce was simmering mm. so get, every time there was a commercial i'd get up stir the sauce a little and go back daniel you are a grandma yes Correct. And then I took a nap afterwards and mm-hmm. I woke up 30 minutes later feeling horrible because I always do. I have never felt Absolutely. good after a nap. Look at the two of us taking our 
early afternoon naps today. Early afternoon? Ugh. Wish I could have just gone to sleep. Yeah, but I had to do this. Ugh. Uh, Dan! <laughs> I'm right here. Um, so, let's get into it. Let's do it. And while we do, I just want you to know I'm trying to find, because I know I have a picture of my wall of posters, so mm-hmm. I'm trying to find it to share with you. So, Bella awakens. Ew. And she's a vampire now. Yes, a vampire. She's fast. She's strong. One might say she's fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> she's She wants to see her baby, but she also wants to suck some blood. I would like to see the baby. So Edward takes her out to go and kill a deer. But when she does, <laughs> she smells someone free soloing like miles and miles and miles away. And she's Very like, scary. This only added to my, my uh, dislike of free soloing. <laughs> I say that like I do it. Bella goes, time to fuck up his life, and sprints over in horrible green screen to mm-hmm. the sheer rock wall that this dude is climbing up. She jumps up to a ledge where she's going to be like, <laughs> like Wiley Coyote and bite his <laughs> Ew, neck. Ew, Dan. But then Edward's like, stop. And she's like, oh, fine. And then she jumps and runs away and stalks another deer. Mm-hmm. But instead of killing the deer, she kills a mountain lion, which is better, apparently. Question mark. That's the, I mean, that's the moral decision this movie makes. I would say she should. I guess she would have had to fight the mountain lion for the deer, huh? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Can't she eat a salad? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Why doesn't she just go get a steak extra rare, you know? Or like a blood orange. Okay, I fuck with blood oranges. I don't know if I've ever had one, actually. They're really good. Sure. Um, They're my favorite. They're really expensive, though. So, the, the gang of two returns home, and Jacob's like, Wow, you still look like yourself. I'm not holding any secrets from you. Anyway... Bye. Bye. Um, Bella goes on to meet Renezme, who shows mm-hmm. her her first memory of Bella as a human as a thank you for giving birth to her. Renezme gives me the ick. Right. Like, uh, just in the worst way. And then Bella finds out that Jacob has done the old one-two and imprinted on Renezme. Ew, just foul. Meaning that he is the only square peg for her round hole. I don't know. Uh, Dan, she's a full child. She grows like eight years in a week. That's true. She's also a vampire. Okay, fine. But, ew. Yes. The whole thing is gross. I'm yeah, not defending it, it, it. Jesus. It's it definitely again the ick has been had. And and Jacob and I assume that is Stephanie Meyer speaking through Jacob tries to defend it where he's like, "You know I don't have any control over it." And like, "It's not what you think it is," which it kind of sounds suspiciously like a like they're defending something else. I think it would be more <sighs> if only in the f- i think it was eclipse uh-huh. they had explained that he's not the first one to imprint on a child maybe then it would have been a little less horrifying in eclipse aren't they all like disgusted by the guy who imprinted on a child yeah no they're not disgusted they're like oh i feel really bad for him because that makes him look like a pervert mm. So they never say, ew, they say, ooh, that f- that's fucking rough, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's rough for it, you, I, the older person in this situation. Uh, uh, it just gives me the ick. I know that sounded like I was pooping. It, it was the ick leaving my body. Yeah, Jacob also has a nickname for Redesme, and it's Nessie. <sighs> 
You named my child after the Loch Ness Monster! I think, that, I think that is maybe the only intentionally funny moment that I laughed at. Yo, I was, I said, ha! Again, <laughs> as an adult. Uh, so, Bella tries to attack him, but then Seth shows up and gets thrown into a tree, which then snaps her out of her berserker mode, and is like, whoops, sorry, but my bad, and then she shrugs back into her sleeves. <sighs> at night... Alice takes them to a cottage that they have built. It's so fucking cute. Dream house. Yeah. Dan, when I tell you, I saw that house and I was like, why not Anna? I, I, (laughs) Gage and I are discussing how we want to get a house. And Mm -hmm. it is, I'm not even seriously looking and I'm stressed. Oh, I get it. Yeah. I, Anna found a house in Iowa in the middle of nowhere. Are you moving Iowa. again? Like, if that house was here, it'd be wonderful. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. mid-century. How much was it in Iowa? It was three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, so it'd be a million dollars out in California. In California, it'd be five million dollars. Jesus Christ! The condo down the the one bedroom condo down the street from me sold for a million dollars. Absolutely not. I. I'm sick. Mm. I have taken ill. I'm allergic to those prices. <laughs> Sounds like a used car salesman. I have taken <laughs> ill. I'm <laughs> allergic to those high prices. My pr- <laughs> my prices are so low. They call me. Cr- I don't know. I don't know where that joke. My is prices going. are so low. They call me insane. And not Ew. profitable. <laughs> oh God, those really like super un like un PC ads yeah. where they're in a, I'm in a straitjacket because my prices are crazy low. <laughs> I'm being chemically castrated because I got a fucking problem with these prices. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, it does a wellness check on the salesperson. Anyway, speaking of that, Bella and Edward have sex, and Bella's like, what if we do this okay. forever? We could do it what forever. If... It's kind of hot, though. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm sitting here. I... <laughs> Mom, don't listen. I texted, again, Jordan, mm-hmm. and I was like, yo, vampire sex be hitting different at 26. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate myself. I also still, I, I truly, firmly wonder. If my mother would have actually let me watch these movies, if she'd made it past the first book. Because <laughs> I told her I was watching it. She goes, ugh, how dumb. And I was like, mom, I could have been abducted by werewolf dressed sex fiends. Mm-hmm. And she would have just assumed like, oh, it's that book she likes. It's fine. <laughs> if you were, a, you assume that if you were abducted, she would have thought, eh, just a book thing. Yes. She, at least she's reading. Like <laughs> Just kidding. She would have she would have been concerned. I uh I didn't even say the word fuck. I barely swore when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was afraid of everything. I'd never had a boyfriend. Um I I yeah. I think that if a man approached me about joining his werewolf cult, I would have been like No. Taylor Launer's hot, though. Like, <laughs> uh, So the next morning, uh, they're discussing plans on how Bella will fake her own death. So Classic. her dad won't know that she's a vampire. But then Jacob's like, no! Runs over there, shows his mustache that he's a werewolf. And tells <laughs> Why does Jacob... D- his clothes! <laughs> he's just undressing. Like, when he morphs back, his dick's just gonna be out. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I, mean, no I assume there is situation. a, a uh, deleted scene of Bella's dad looking down after he changes and then looking Jacob in the face and just going, nice. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I assume he would have just been like, well, he was really scared of Jacob. Do you think Jacob, like, cuddled up to Charlie and let him pet him? Because if I had seen him, I would love if he could morph it. Now... Sue knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. 
that's all I have to say at this moment. My my question for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to go, ugh, Dan. Who is Sue? Dan. I was right. Dang it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> Sue Clearwater. She's Seth's mom. Her husband died of a heart attack in the last movie. Mm. Or excuse me, in Eclipse. Yes. She sure. starts dating Charlie after yeah. her husband passed away. She's a MILF. Like, no offense to Harry. He pulled a youngin. Like, he must have imprinted on her when she was a baby. Jesus. Do you think I'm wrong? Because she was, like, way younger than him. Uh, so, next up, a bunch of stuff happens where they're like, this is my our adopted daughter. And Charlie's like, what? And I stopped caring at this point. It's... It's extra. And also, this is the jump scare where we see the baby. And oh, this is not the jump scare I was talking about. Oh, this is the jump scare I was talking about where we see the CGI-ass <laughs> baby with terrifying, uncanny valley face. Yeah, I pooped my pants when she hit the screen. I've I went, never, uh-oh. I've never had sleep paralysis, but I assume that would be my demon. I mean, Renesmee, there used to be, when I worked at the radio station... I don't know if you ever saw this, but one of our coworkers had a picture of Renesmee on her desk. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then one, I was like, why do I recognize this haunting face? <laughs> What's wrong with your child? Literally. And then I realized what it was. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, so Emmett and Bella then have an arm wrestling match. Because mm-hmm. Emmett's like, I'm the strongest vampire. Look at my fucking arms. And Bella's he like, He does have arms like a tree. You've never seen my arms because they're covered by sleeves. Literally, literally. Be- Girl's never seen a short sleeve. Mm-hmm. She's allergic she, to short sleeves. At the end of the movie, she is wearing a short sleeve shirt that she has sleeve? over a long sleeve shirt. Okay. Like I she's dress in the like Big Bang sometimes. Theory. Wait, I dress like that sometimes. Okay. There's a lot that you need to change about yourself. No! Um, <laughs> oh, good. She, uh, Bella wins because she has superior newborn strength. Supermassive black hole starts playing. <laughs> yo, yo, that baby's fucking ripped. <laughs> newborn strength. Ew, I hate that phrase. <laughs> she says that even though she's dead, being a vampire makes her feel more alive. Ugh. I'm fucking tired, Dan. Yeah, me too. I'm so tired, Dan. The part where she's punching the rock and it's crumbling like sand under a sandcastle or on a sandcastle. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Sam and Jacob's packs resolve their differences. Renesmee grows up to be more of a child from a baby, and we're like, you're like three weeks old. You still have a creepy ass CG face, but now it's like <sighs> just adjusting. An actual child's face, which somehow makes it worse. That's the that's the picture of like the actual girl with her face. I don't. Yeah. That was a horrible description. Um, the actual girl with her picture. face. Wow. Yes, that's the one You're that probably... really gets me. Yes, I am. Thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, so My next work, girl with the face, dropping soon. The Colons plan to go to Brazil to learn about legends that will tell them how Renesmee will turn out in the future. Uh, mm-hmm. because she might live shorter than a human because she's growing up so quickly. It's like that Robin Williams movie, Jack, where he <gasps> ages four years for every one year of life. Did I ever tell you that I thought that movie was a fever dream? Really? Yeah. Um, one of my friends made me watch it with her when we were little because she liked it, mm-hmm. and I watched it, and I, I never had spoken or been spoken to about that movie ever again. And I was like, what's that movie where Robin Williams is born an adult? <laughs> And people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and now in recent years, it's been brought to my attention that I did not create that movie. No, it's, it's a, a real, real movie. Thing. I only saw a clip of it in like a hotel. We okay. were flipping through channels. I saw like five minutes of him and I was like, this is weird. And I was like 10 or 12 at the mo- at the point. It's so fucking weird. You know who directed not... it though? Who? Francis Ford Coppola. Guy who made The Godfather mm. and Apocalypse Now. Those and are very Jack. different. And what? And Jack. Yeah, that's, yep, that's what I think of. Apop- Apocalypse Now, The Godfather, 
and Jack. That's my trifecta. The trifecta of Francis Ford Coppola's filmography. Correct. Not even yeah, his wine. No. No wine. Just a Jack. <laughs> so, Irina from Denali, you know, the cousins from up north. I literally think that that's the weirdest name for people from Alaska, but... Denali? Off, I guess. Or cousins from up north? Denali, is that like an Alaskan term? It's the name of the big mountain, the biggest mountain in America. Oh, well, shoot, don't I look stupid. It Never used mind. to be called... It, so it's Denali, and then the U.S. changed it to Mount McKinley, and then they changed it back to Denali. Oh, I only know her by her white name. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't Ugh. know. I'm too white. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cream of anyway. wheat. Oh, literally. Call me bland. No flavor oatmeal overnight oats. So Arena thinks that Renesmee is an immortal child. As in a child who's been turned into a vampire uh, when she sees her from a distance and not just, Bella and was a little baby girl. I mean, I would I would also be thinking she was some sort of a demon, but that's just me, I guess. Yeah. And then Bella tries to catch up to her, fails. Arena goes to Italy, tells the Volturi. And then Alice has a vision of doom and gloom in the future. Which means that they have to... Set, the Cullens have to set out and find their friends from around the world to bear witness to them and say that Renesmee is not a threat, nothing of the sort. No, she is just a regular child. And to yeah. do so, we get our second jump scare. Oh, truly. They go to, they get the Denali coven, whatever. Mm -hmm, Irish mm -hmm. coven. Seems offensive to me for some reason. Dan, why? The Irish coven, they're all gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know. Still offensive. Um, oh, my God. The Amazon coven. Wait. We uh, skipped wait, right I, over. I know. Don't worry. Okay, I'm saving it okay. for last. Okay. Um, I'm sweating just thinking about it. The Romanian coven, which are just the I want to suck your blood vampires. Yeah, you know, one of those guys is on Shameless. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the blonde one. I was like, why he looks so familiar? And I Googled him and they're like, he's on Shameless. One of the leads, oh. I think. And then look him up. there's the Egyptian coven, where <laughs> one of the members of the coven is apparently the Avatar. Because I made that same joke! Earthbend, waterbend. And his name is Rami Malik. Oh, Rami. He's in this Rami. movie for ten minutes, maybe. Mm-mm-mm. Ugh. He's got... I'm convinced. I think Rami's actually a vampire. Really? Yeah, because he's, like, beautiful and talented mm -hmm. and handsome and talented. I mean, he always does seem like he has he's keeping a secret. And he really I wants know. to spill the beans. Oh, like, Rami, <laughs> you can tell me it's okay. And he's like, no, I can't. I think he, It's that I'm the Avatar. I, I might agree with you because I was looking him up. And he went to college in Evansville, Indiana. and He's a vampire. To survive that, yeah. Is he from Indiana? No, he's from Los Angeles. That's why I was going to say. I was like, I thought he was from California yeah. <laughs> and he chose to go to Indiana. Mm -hmm. That I seems mean, like the opposite of what a lot of people would do. You know the people who went to college with us who were like, yeah, I'm from California, but I, I wanted to go to, to Milwaukee for school. And I'm like, you've made the wrong choice. You're regressing, friend. Absolutely. You're regressing. Uh, so the amount of vampires staying with the Cullens... Um, cause the Quileutes to show up and join the pack. And then mm -hmm. Bella finds out that she has the ability to block psychic powers. She has a force Iconic. field, basically. She has what a lot of people think a no-fly zone is. Boom! Politics. Current events, baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen to my current events podcast. Dan, uninformed. Wherever oh. podcasts are not sold. No. Um, so Bella finds a clue left by Alice in her copy of Wuthering Heights, which she is reading to Renesmee as like a book to go to sleep to. Literally, someone you who's could read me one word. Functionally an eight-year-old. If my parents tried to read me Wuthering Heights as an eight-year-old, I would have left. I would have become I think I would have ran away too. You would have gotten what, like those handkerchief on a stick. The with, knapsack, like, three yeah. Crackers. Yeah. 
I would have also done that. Um, so Bella then goes to find Jay Jenks in the weirdest scene in the movie. Jay Jonas Jameson. Where it turns into like a thriller and she has this meeting with a guy who's like, I got your passports and stuff, but they have a secret about it and talking in code. Yeah, it's, it's, uh. Dumb. Weird. Dumb. I don't remember that in the book, to be honest with you. I really don't. I'm sure it's there. Yeah. Uh, so she gets forged documents, but it's only for Renezme and Jacob, not for everyone else, because, you know, Bella can't go with them because that'd be too dangerous, Loka. Jesus Christ. Next, the Cullens and their allies gather around a bonfire and share war stories. Also, I forgot to mention that Lee Pace is in this movie, and he's way too attractive. He is, and he's really sexy as a vampire. Yeah. I mean, he's he's really sexy in everything. But he's, like, sexier as a vampire. Uh, so, the Volturi witness mm-hmm. the Cullen gathering. And mm-hmm. it's on a frozen lake. This is the climax. We're at the <laughs> climax now. Wait, Dan, why'd you fly through this movie so fast? Oh my, because nothing happens. Nothing happens in this movie. Bella is is strong. That's a high plot point of the movie. I mean, literally, the climax doesn't happen. I think, are you talking about, like, that it's just not real? Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, And that's what I was referring to as the jump scare. That's the jump scare? No, that's the jump off a bridge. Good lord, I'm wasting so much time with this. (laughs) Wasted 10 hours of my life. I Half a day. knew you were going to be mad at me when I said I wanted to watch these, but I told you we should do it anyway. I'm not mad at are. you. I am mad at the existence of film. You're just mad, period. So the, the Volturi find out that they've been misinformed and execute Irina for her false accusation. Because uh, uh, they're trying to get her sisters to retaliate and fight to justify it. it they're basically doing the... I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, in order to get somebody to slap them, and then they can go to town on them. Um, Mm -hmm. Kind of like Russia and Ukraine. Anyway, listen to my current events politics podcast, Dan, super uninformed. Oh, Daniel. Only available at those newspaper boxes that they don't have on street corners anymore. Oh, God. Uh, So the Volturi are trying to figure out whether or not Redesbe is a threat to the vampire's secret existence, Alice and Jasper show up, power walking from the forest. Absolutely strutting their stuff, honey. To to show Aro their proof that she's not a threat. And Aro is determined to destroy the Cullens. And then Carlisle tries to save Alice. And then there's a big-ass fight. Carlisle's head gets ripped off. That's the jump scare. Jasper, Seth, and Leah all get killed. Also, Renesme. Oh, I forgot about that. Rip mm-hmm. Seth. Rip my king. Renesme uh, rides Jacob. Nice. Thank you. Wait. Off. Oh, wait. That's a child. Oh, no. Dad, <laughs> no. I forgot. Oh, God. I don't. I, I retract that statement. I'm yucked. I, I apologize. I'm issuing my public apology right now. Ara then attacks Bella and Edward after most of the, the Volturi are destroyed. And then he gets his head ripped off. Classic. And then, what's this? It was all a, a dream. Twist. Oh! I used to read Word Up magazine. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, because that was all a vision of his demise. Mm -mm -mm. And then new witnesses show up, Native American witnesses, um, who explain that, no, he is actually half human, half vampire. And who is Dan? Nahuel. Oh, I was just going to have you say the Native American person, because it sounded like. It sounded like you were talking about Arrow for a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Native American. I don't. I, I mispronounced his name, but he the 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 witness is a hybrid. They're basically like vampires, but they got a few human traits. They can eat a salad, and they can sleep. Mm, honestly, sounds ideal. Right. I would like to sleep still. That would be the hardest thing to give up. 
after after realizing that there is no danger, the Volturi huff off in peace. They're like, fine. No problem. Um, and then the Cullens and everybody rejoice in their victory. And the Romanians are like, now's the time! Let's kill the motherfuckers! <laughs> I mean, I guess I get it. The Romanians do have beef because everybody tried to kill them while they were like... They said they were asleep in their tombs or whatever and mm-hmm. the Volturi tried to light their tombs on fire and kill them while they were trapped inside and blah 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 but when they took our castles we said nothing yeah first they came for my dad vampire and oh, I god. said nothing oh god not the poem Please, and then they came for me tonight. and there was no one to speak for me oh Jesus Christ Dan I'm not trying to feel tonight <laughs> so no one agrees with them, and they don't attack. Whatever. And then everybody is bidding goodbye. Edward and Jacob are happy that Renezme will be around for a long time. Jacob says, do I call you dad now? And I, I laughed. Say, that was yes, a knee please. slapper. Yes, daddy, I do. Um, Renezme asks Bella if they'll be together now, and Bella says yes. And then the four of them share a moment together, and Alice sees their future where they share another moment together, but this time they're on a beach each. Let's go get away. Um, but but Jacob didn't age, mm-hmm. or maybe he did a little bit. I don't like. He's the only one that's not going to be immortal. In Are we assuming business. that like Renesme ages like that? That's like two years in the future, then, considering how fast she uh, has. You're aged? right. You're well. He said that he reached peak maturity. The other guy. When he was seven. Mm-hmm. So I assumed it was when she was seven. So are we to assume that that guy was like 12? Oh, God. I didn't even think of that. Right? I guess. That shirtless guess funky are, man was no. 12 years old. I guess I didn't think about that. Uh, so, don't worry. We get to go back to the meadow one last time. Wait, no. He said he was 150. Phew. Okay. okay. Back to the meadow. Back to the meadow. Bella removes her shield and lets Edward see her thoughts. Nice. And then they flash back to all the movies before. And it's like, this is our relationship. It had me in my feels though, Dan. It took me back to what it was like when I was in high school and I was watching all those movies for the first time. Like, I think it would have hit harder if we hadn't just watched all of them over the course of five weeks, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and then Edward is like, remove your shield again. Because he's salivating. And she's like, we got we got a lot of time for that. How much oh. time? Forever. Cute. I have died every day oh. waiting for you. for you. You know my ass saying every word. I'm so glad nobody else was home because the bitch was scrouting. Yeah, okay. we get a, then we get a, a montage of all the previous movies and a credit sequence for the whole series. Oh my god, I loved it, girl. I loved it, girl. And that (sighs) is the end of the Twilight Saga. I was crying in the club, full on. I Breaking uh, down. No, no. (laughs) They were showing, they showed my son. They showed Boo Boo. They did. Hey, I said, hey, daddy, what's up? Um... But we get to see more of him next week, so I'm really That's excited. true. Spoilers. Um, Spoilers. So, yeah, nothing happens in this movie. Uh, it's a wrap-up. It didn't need to be two parts. It just would have been really long otherwise. That's all. We would have had they two sex added... scenes. Oh, If it was one yeah. movie. Right? There would have been, yes. More concentrated coitus. That's what I want in my movies. Ew, I hated um, that. Well, they they also had to add the fight to make anything interesting. That's true. The, I yeah, the fight is I I guess I I zone out in movie fights a lot of the time because I <sighs> I, I there's no there's no suspense in them. Um, that's my galaxy brain take. Movie fights, no suspense. Oh um, my god, Dan! Dan hates a good fight. No, I love a good fight. Most fights aren't good fights. Mm, I, I guess. Um, but so much of this movie 
doesn't matter to the scope of the whole series. Basically, I mean, the the movie Renesme as a character. Mm-hmm. The story ends when Bella turns into a vampire. That's where the rest of it is postscript. That is the okay. the arc of her character, and her character mm-hmm. is the main character, and the arc of her character is the arc of Twilight. Mm, okay. So nothing happens in this movie, and nothing matters. I'm done with the character. I'm done with all this. The story is over. Oh my god, Dan, you're you're very angry. <laughs> yeah, because it's this is useless. You didn't you didn't have any fun. No, I, the, the, all the movies suffer from the same problem in that they're really poorly written. Yeah, they're written. They're cranked out for teenagers, and that's it. Like the the director of the past two movies. I assume he's a good director. He's directed other things. He's written other good things. If he had written these, it probably would have turned out better. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, after the, the disaster that is the first Twilight movie, <laughs> any director is better. Um, no comment. And, like, performance-wise, everyone's fine. Martin, Martin Sheen? Michael uh, Sheen? Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen is l- eating the scenery. The entire time. He he what? Chewing the scenery, like being a big ham. Oh, I was like, he's what? He's devouring the scenery. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before in my life. Chewing the scenery? Mm -mm. What are you, young? Yes, I am. Um, And I, I I do somewhat agree with the review that's like, now that no one is taking this seriously, it's better. Because like performance wise really no one is seemingly taking it seriously. They're all treating it with the the respect that it deserves. Mm -hmm. Which makes this more enjoyable than the last movie. I mean, I think it's a little sad for people because, like, it is the end and we wanted it to be, like, so... (sighs) I don't know. I mean, as an adult, like... I had fun because nobody was taking it seriously. But I think when I was a teen, I probably would have been like, why didn't more people take it seriously? Mm -hmm. So, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It feels, it's a, it's a waste. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What what are are your other thoughts? I I went on a a, a long diatribe. It's okay. It's okay. I had fun, Dan. Um, (laughs) I loved meeting all the other vampires Mm -hmm. that I just really like when, like, stuff like that happens where you're getting details about, like, random other parts of the culture of the person you're learning about in the movie. I love that kind of shit. Like, we could have met every single werewolf. I want to know all their details. Details. I want to know details. That would have been a a better movie. That would have been a movie with a plot and stakes and Mm -hmm. events. Mm-hmm. But I love also learning about all the different vampires. Like, I you know, want like a Fantastic Beasts, but Twilight of the vampires and yeah, I think I'd be down for that. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want to know the details about them. I don't know. I like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I liked that I was expanding my world, but I didn't like that it expanded and then like wasn't for anything. Yeah, no, I agree uh, completely. Like with they that. all showed up, and it was no for like not no reason because they did serve the reason of like proving that they knew she was a child. But did they really need all those people there when she could just walk her little butt over to Arrow and be like, "Touch my hand and hear my heartbeat. I'm a human." And all the all a third of the movie is meeting these new vampires. Yeah, I and had it, fun with that. It goes nowhere. I know, and I wish it went somewhere, because it's fun. Yeah, I I wish it went somewhere, too. That would have been fun. Wait, the, maybe I am on your side. The movie, the Twilight series should have ended with Bella becoming a vampire, and then this should be a spinoff. And you know there was a spinoff book. We talked about that. Yes, there was the, yeah. kind of a spinoff. Yeah, there was that one about the girl, and then she dies when she meets the Cullen, so it's, like, literally a 40-page book. Yeah. Hmm. Dumb. Waste. Dumb. It's a waste. No, wait. <laughs> um, 
I got some trivia for you, though. Okay, I'm ready. So there was a swear jar on set to keep... Because there was a child. there was a child. Okay. Um, ten I had to pay a million dollars. Ten actresses portrayed the rapidly growing Renesme. Jesus Christ. Not including the animated baby. Ugh. Gross. Um, the inscription in the locket that Bella gives to Renesme is French. Mm-hmm. It says plus que ma propre vie, mm-hmm. which is French for more than my own life. Yes. She says that in the movie, Dan. Again. But she doesn't say it in French. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just says what it means in English. Which, why is it in French? It's so random. I don't know. Like, like Latin, maybe? Um, is Bella French? <laughs> so, Bill Condon, the director, wanted the climax to be real. But mm-hmm. Stephanie Meyer shot that down. She was like, no, it needs to follow the book's climax. The anti-climax I mean, of the climax. As an adult, I do love the idea that they ripped Carlisle's head off. Mm-hmm. But I would have been pissed if that had been real life when I was like 17 watching this movie. Mm-hmm. That would have been very upsetting to me. Uh in the final battle, when someone's thrown into the pit by a werewolf, you hear the Wilhelm scream. Whoa! That one? Exactly. That, you know what I mean. No, I'm I do. I'm doing my yeah. best. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Um, in the forged documents that Bella gets, Jacob's last name is Wolf. Are you fucking kidding me? Nope. But it's Wolf with an E, so it's a last name. Okay. All right. I'm shutting it down. That's too much for me. That's all the trivia. That's all I got okay. for you. So I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Better, worse, or the same? With Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You know, I, I, I knew where you were going. Um, I think as Renesmee. Played... As Renesmee. <laughs> I was going to say, I think he could have made an appearance as one of the vampires, and that could have been cool. One of that the would have Har- made it better. The Harvard vampires. Oh. Uh, sure. Yes. No, I think it would have been fun. Like, it would have been <laughs> cool and definitely would have been exciting to see more celebrities playing the vampires. But the budget can only go so high. And, and, and he's a 20 million a picture kind of actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Just in general, not even just him. Like, actually, yeah. like, just having a star-studded cast full of cameos. But... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, people want money. <laughs> so I guess not. That would have been cool, but there's not really a role for him other than as like a guest appearance, I would say. Yeah. So. I think it would have been fun for George Clooney to have been in there as himself, as it, but he was just turned out to be a vampire. And that's why he <laughs> still looks so good. Yes. Have you ever watched What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show? I have not. Okay, no spoilers, but there's a scene involving a bunch of actors who've played vampires. And That's funny. Yeah, it is very funny. Um, That's what that made me think of. Scale of one to five Rami Malik jump scares. What do you give it? <laughs> Why are you saying he's a jump scare? Because <laughs> he appears I and I fall off the couch. Oh my god. I, yeah, from from his hotness. Okay. Um, I give it a five. <laughs> I give it a five for the good vibes. Ugh. One and a half. I've been told I need to stop rating things based off of the vibes they give me. <laughs> Dan, come on. You didn't... Wait, we didn't even talk about the outro where they show everybody and I'm crying and I'm reading the names like I'm reading a fucking yearbook. It is beautiful. I died every day waiting, waiting for, for you. you. Darling, oh. don't be afraid. I have loved you for a thousand years. Mm. White people's weddings have not known peace since that song dropped. That's true. Um, the version that's sung in the credits is a duet. Yeah. Between Christina like, Perry the... and Steve Kazee. I have no idea who that is. He... Um, was the guy in the musical Once uh, on Broadway. He's a beautiful voice. He was also in season five of Shameless. 
What? All these shameless actors. Gus. He's a theatrical actor. He was in the Pretty Woman musical. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anywhere but here. Um, it's one of my audition pieces. <laughs> bonus question for you. Yes. What's the best one? What's the best Twilight? Mm, I like New Moon because you talk about the van- or the werewolves a lot more. Okay. The first one's the most quotable. That's true. But I think for me, I really like Breaking Dawn Part 1 because there's mm. a lot of drama that goes down. And the bed breaking is iconic. I... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, finish your thought. It's the least amount of, I'm nothing without Edward. As opposed to New Moon, which is the most. Yeah. But I do like the werewolves. I like that she likes the werewolves in that one. And I wish that she'd just stay with them. But not my choice. I think that... Mm -hmm. I'm going to go against the grain. (gasps) Eclipse. Eclipse? Eclipse. I mean, Boo Boo does make his first appearance in that one, mm-hmm. but okay, Dan, that's a hot take. It is a hot take. You know what? I stand by it. It was. I still had hope. They were getting better each time, and I was like, "Well, maybe Breaking Dawn's actually going to be good." I like. And then the bottom Dawn. dropped out. Okay. Okay. Well. Anyway. Interesting take. Um, if you thought that. There wasn't enough Boo Boo Stewart specifically in this mm-hmm, franchise. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, we got you covered. Because, Anna, what are we talking about for the next three weeks? Ah, we're talking about Descendants, and I'm so excited. Listen, Dan, mm-hmm. you might not be excited right now. Let me tell you, I listen to the soundtracks. Oh, God. On the regular, Kenny Ortega. Put his whole back into these musicals, okay? Mm-hmm. The music, I want to roll up to the club. I want to get three G&Ts deep, and I'm going to request Ways to Be Wicked, okay? <sighs> that's one of that's the first song from the second movie. You're going to fucking scream. You're going to love it. You're going to be like, wow. There is a scene in the second movie where they are doing Magic Mike-esque dance moves. Ooh, okay? I like it that, is... but are they, aren't they children? Uh, No, they are adults. They're just portraying children. Okay. So do okay. that what you will. Like, they're all legally adults. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's we'll, a, we'll get to it. There's a George Clooney movie called Descendants. Mm-hmm. And I really want to pull a fast one on you and just start talking about that next week. I swear to God, if you do, I will cry because I'm going to be screlting the lyrics. I won't. God, I, I can already see Boo Boo. With, I oh, he's so hot. I asked Gage the other day if I thought that if he thought that all the women on the set were like throwing themselves at him, mm-hmm. and he said, "I don't know, Anna. It's a Disney movie, so I think things are pretty tame." And yeah. I was like, "I would have been throwing myself at Boo Boo." I but, doubt it because mm-hmm. I assume they're all professionals. Mm-hmm. Unlike you, I would have thrown myself <laughs> at Boo Boo. I'd been like, "Please, can I just breathe your air, sir?" Um, Respectfully. To, to, to cut Anna's simping off. It's, oh, it's, it's coming in hot Yeah, because we're going to get three full weeks of it going forward. I cannot forward. fucking wait. Um, if you want to support us, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com slash inconclusion, or you can follow us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at and inconclusion on Instagram at inconclusionpodcast. If you want to find me, I am on Twitter at danokeefe86 and on the clock app, TikTok at notdanokeefe. Anna Otto, where are you? I'm on Instagram at Otomus Prime 818, and I'm on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for Auto, capital B for Bots, capital R for Roll and the O, and Roll and the O, and Out are zeros. Dan, before we go, mm. um, I just want to say I saw that post you made on your LinkedIn today. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy was really mean. <laughs> Dan was told in an email that he needed to be better at writing, and Dan is a very skilled writer. It was so, mean for that man must have woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I got that email. No that email came in at midnight. I was asleep. Oh, I woke up to that email. Oh uh, no! I was, it was just like a freelance, crappy SEO writing job that I applied to, and I was like, "Hi, I saw your post. Here's some of my work," and I sent like a swing. 
to. Like, it's just content that he wants. He and uh, for those of you who really rude, I, I got uh, an email in response, and the exact words of the email. This I'm going to read it to you verbatim. There's no sign off, no hello, no nothing like that. Nothing. Uh, the email is. Thank you for your email. Your writing skills need to be improved. Nothing. He hit you with the old one-two Will Smith. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> he ethered me. Are you kidding I, me? I can't come back from that. I opened my Instagram and it was the first thing I saw and it, it, threw, it put me into shock. <laughs> anyway, sorry for bringing that up on the air. I just wanted to, um, since we were talking about places that we can be found, I just wanted to send you my support. Thank so, you. you're welcome. So anyway, if any of you need to hire a writer, don't hire me, because I need to improve my writing skills. But if anyone <laughs> wants to hire a professional thirster for Boo Boo Stewart, I've been doing it since I was 18. We're coming up on 10 years. Okay, we'll be back next week with Descendants. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye. Ah, you look so skinny, Paisan. <laughs>